century. You are listening to the Fistful of Popcorn Podcast. What's up? Welcome back to Episode seven. Welcome, welcome. Let's go. We got a, we got, a, we got a real, a real movie this time. A real movie, uh, as opposed to a fake one. A real treats. It's definitely a movie. This, this is actually Robert De Niro's biggest role. I know you're probably thinking Taxi Driver, Raging Bull. No, none of those. Nah, nah. Casino, absolutely not. Uh, uh-uh. nope. What is it? Limitless. Limitless. Yes, Limitless. The two, 2011. Bradley Cooper, drug-filled science, real big brain science movie. No, full of science. Yeah, super scientific. The only movie of 2011 that truly matters. Yeah. Forget about Inception. Forget about, I don't even know if Inception came out in 2011. That was 10. Close enough. It's like the same same vibe. Forget about that. That had no no science at all in that movie. Limitless is... This is this is, what Stephen, this is what Stephen Hawking was researching. This is what Albert Einstein. Forget about Oppenheimer, actually. No, this is everything was leading up to this. Yeah, yeah, it's truly an intellect's movie, huh? Yeah, like you have to be like <laughs> it's not it's not for the dumb, you know. You have and to not be. only is it an intellectual movie, it's also a movie produced by Virgin for Virgins. True, produced by Virgin Mobile. What is that company like? Because they have their own, think, they have their own airline. I think it's just a rich guy that it's Richard Branson having a lot of money. So he does everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just does what, just it's, whatever. It's a record label. It's a record <laughs> label. They have an airline. <laughs> they have a, a phone company. They have it all. Yeah. It's capitalism, bro. Capitalism. Yeah. Why, why did they decide on that name though? Uh, because men are weird sometimes, you know, they're, you know, British guys are something else, bro. But why is that? Why is the olive oil virgin? True. That's extra virgin. Like y'all tweaking. <laughs> that one. Extra yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who's to blame for that one there. Yeah. Not only is this movie made by virgins, but it's also a film by a burger. Cheeseburger. Is that is is the is that the director's name? No, the, yeah, the director's is like, what was it? Neil Burger? Like, I think it's Neil Burger, <laughs> yeah. Ham, hamburger. Yeah. Yeah, Neil Burger. Neil Burger. That's crazy. Okay. Is, is there any other um, formidable films by Neil Burger that we might know? Uh, I actually don't know. Let's take a look. Okay, he, got, he did the Divergent uh, series. So he, he uh, specializes in movies that seem like they're made by AI. He didn't do Good Burger, though. He did not. Do- did not. No, that was that was the foot freak, Dan Schneider himself. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's arguably yeah. a better movie. Too. What's his face? I heard he was on set during Super Much Size. better movie. I heard he was on set during Super Size Me, though. Really? He was. Uh, yeah. He was the. He was uh, on set. Yeah, he was on set. He was helping out. He was. He was Ronald. Actually, he was Ronald. That is an absolute, absolute creep. <laughs> Neil Berger, Ronald McDonald. Maybe. <laughs> no, no, Dan Schneider. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought Dan, you were talking about Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider is a creep. What is like? Where is he at now? Is he just like living in a mansion, or is he? I like, just feel tr- like. Is he in trouble? A cons- I think there's a conspiracy theory. I think he's paying child support checks to Jamie Lee. Um, that's what they say. Spears, yeah, that's right. That's what people are saying. That's, yeah. that's what I believe. I mean, that family's fucked up as it is. Extremely. Yeah, what can you do? Have you seen Brittany dancing on Instagram? I And you know the funny part? That's the most normal thing about that family. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. I shit you not. <laughs> it's their track record is absolutely absurd. What's up with these pop pop stars? I mean, Ariana Grande is looking kind of rough these days. Yeah, she's looking. Oh, dude, we could have. Wild. Yeah, we could have a whole. We could have a whole episode about what's going on with the pop stars, man. Talk about tweaking and geeking. They're what they're on they, something else. What are they doing to them? I don't know. Protect Charlie said, XCX. Somebody said when we needed her the most, Wendy Williams disappeared like the Avatar. Damn, Mm-mm. she did. I mean, because 
She would actually come to collect them right now. <laughs> Remember when Wendy Williams had that stroke on TV? Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his face had the same thing. Um, Mitch McConnell, bro. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This was less impressive because he's actually decrepit. Like he's a walking corpse. Yeah. But like, she he, was like fifty something. He can eat a stroke like nothing. Yeah, for real. Nah, he's got that southern blood, man. Oh yeah. Wendy Williams. Shout out Wendy Williams. She, Shout out Wendy Williams. She, she she be burping and farting on her own show too. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, shamelessly, it's, it's Speak, high key hilarious. Yep. Speaking of burp and farting, this movie stars Bradley Pooper. Good old Bradley. Bradley Pooper. Cooper, dude. This was such a weird time in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Cooper, I feel like he was like the Hollywood it boy, like, um, you know, coming off the Hangover and stuff like that. Like he was, he was it. But like at the same time, it was like he was older. He had come in the game at a much later age, but. I feel like between him and like the resurgence of Robert Downey Jr. with like Iron Man, I feel like people were just like into that like slick guy like type oh, yeah. of like lead. It was like wannabe uh, Christian Bale, it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 for sure. Wannabe Christian. Yeah. <laughs> he also, I I hate to say this, but I immediately the first, when I first heard him talk, I thought of goddamn Guardians of the Galaxy, Rocket Raccoon, and I hate to say this because it's some fucking Marvel shit, but he did voice Rocket Raccoon. Mm-hmm. I mean, he got that Disney check, bro. Yep. He did. He did. Getting his bag. Goddamn. He knew what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. What else is he in? The only thing I can think of is like the Hangover is well, what that, he blew yeah. up. Yeah, and then there's that American Sniper movie. The Star is Born. A Star, a Star, Star is, is Born. Oh, Star is Born. Yeah. If I didn't say that, Madison would kill me. Yeah, so me and Lauren actually watched this together, and she's like, "Oh, Star is Born." Uh, yeah, yeah. Avengers. Yeah, no, he's he's in. The, yeah, and that's I mean that's like his big that's films. Kind of it, I bet yeah. if you looked him up, those are probably his like ones on Google. But he's got a rom com so, in there somewhere. Silver Linings. He, so, yeah, that's the one. Oh, Oscar, his Oscar yeah, one, twenty twelve. Yeah. yeah. Silver so, Linings Playbook. Yeah. Amer- yeah. American Hustle. American Hustle. American Sniper is an absolute insane movie. <laughs> yeah, that movie is nuts. That's a Clint Eastwood, right? It's got, is it Clint it's, it's Eastwood? It's gotta be. I, I think it it's Clint is. Eastwood. God, he's so racist. I love him. <laughs> uh, oh, he was in Licorice Pizza. I still haven't seen that one. I haven't either, but Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Right. Oh, he was. Yeah. I, I think he got a start in Wet Hot American Summer. Dude, just, did, Lauren, did Lauren ever tell you that fun fact about Paul Thomas Anderson? No, I don't. I don't think Lauren's seen a Paul Thomas Anderson movie, honestly. Oh no, it's it's not about his movies. There's a fun fact. She said that um, it was that Fiona Apple was at a party and she got sober because she heard Paul Thomas Anderson and Quentin Tarantino bragging about doing who did more coke. Oh and god, she never did coke again after that. I've seen I've seen like <laughs> Qu- Quentin Tarantino interviews are the most coked out like especially in the 2000s like he just seems like oh, he's like yeah. a walking walking eight bag or whatever you call it yeah yeah like oi bruv your eyes are looking like portals through the next dimension yeah, he could he, oh man the have you seen the clip of him talking uh jangle and chain of jamie fox and all of them i think so yeah and he was just like zooted like yeah. <laughs> he just talks he's always just like he just talks a mile a minute just like bouncing yeah. off the walls i love He's like if ben shapiro was a film bro like crazy I, he has a great taste in movies he's seen so many great movies but uh i love the <laughs> i love the jimmy neutron uh parody of uh quentin tarantino in the episode where hugh uh jimmy's dad is like donut boy and he is like talk all oh, right no Fuck, I got them mixed up. He's there's like a Quinn Tarantino guy that comes to town and like turns the uh, retroville into like a movie studio and then they make Hugh Neutron be like Donut Boy. Yeah. Donut like, Boy! Who's the super cool cop? It always gets the bad guy. Donut Boy! That's me. Yeah. He brings a delicious assortment of sweet delights. Donut Boy! You got a creamy filling. Oh, was he? Did he voice the guy, or was it just a guy? No, no, I think it was just a parody of him. But uh, that's what the mm-hmm. episode where Car- Carl gets the croissant. Yeah, the croissant. <laughs> Any questions? Um, yes. Are you going to finish that croissant? 
That that show was low-key pretty funny. Like I love that show. The animation oh, was god awful. Ever, but dude, no, but have you guys go back and watch the film, like the original movie that okay. started the show? I'll have it to. Is, um, it holds up like eerily well. The like, show's the show was solid. Yeah. There's some funny jokes in there. Yeah. It just it's a shame the animation was so god awful. I kinda like it though. I mean it had to go it had to be there to get where it is now. True. You true. wouldn't have yeah. like films like, you know, freaking I just saw Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. It looks stunning with the, the, the way they make it look like a comic book. Like, you Hell wouldn't yeah. have that without that or Shrek. Or Toy Story One. Mm-hmm. Hey, I no, I mean, I, I'll take Shrek any day of the week. Shrek is fucking amazing. Shrek is one of the greatest films ever made. But not this one, though. <laughs> not that. Nah, well, it's not. Yeah. It's not limitless. It's, it's not, not limitless. <laughs> there's, there's levels. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it. Yeah. Let's go. We're just we're, we're goofing. Enough clowning. Yeah. All right. Just, we we open up with Mr. Bradley Cooper himself. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> he's he, <laughs> he he he's he's at his wit's end. He's about to jump off his apartment building. Yeah. Yeah. Just about to do it. Oh, I just want to I want to mention that in the quickly. Sorry, in oh, my yeah, notes. The um, it's just kind of the trope where it's just like let's let's start the movie at the beginning of the third act. And then, oh like, yeah, and and you get the, like the whole like you, you see this guy, that's me. You're probably wondering yeah, how I got here. Awful. You're wondering awful. how I got here now. Like, oh great. I was like, oh wow. And the entire time, Lauren was getting so mad at Bradley Cooper's voiceover. I hated she, it. I hated his narration. It's awful. She she hated it so much. He, she was like talking. He does that like now y'all think think of Rocket Damn Raccoon. Well, he does that like really like stereotypical like talk fast say a bunch of like quote-unquote big words that makes you like su- yeah. supposed to sound smart but like it almost just sounds like it's a parody like it sounds like a <laughs> like satire but like it does it does oh it's just so obnoxious yeah, who wrote this who wrote this who was the burger the bergs <laughs> the burger <laughs> no let's see uh right well this Le- movie is based off of a, um Le- oh it's based uh, off a book yeah and there was actually a tv show that came after which i didn't know oh really after after the movie yeah the cia the cia like hires like bradley cooper's character who's no longer bradley cooper it's a different guy okay I just I just learned about today, honestly, researching it, but interesting. It, it ran for one season. It sounds like Jason Bourne. Yeah, it does. It does. It's like yeah, it's like Jason Bourne with like sci-fi esque science yeah. stuff. A lot of science. But uh yeah, we get to the like an opening montage type thing where the credits are there and it's like you're immediately treated to like the insane editing style of this movie that is very like reminiscent of like the 2000 or like 2010s. Very much so. So 2010s, like a dangle, it felt like a Vivo music video. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for the, the Beats plug. I, oh my God. I swear to God. That's the only thing this movie was missing from the 2010s. I was like, because I think I put it in the notes about the Del Vostro. I was, I literally wrote, I love 20. LOL at the Del Vostro, I love 2010. Are you talking about the speakers in uh, Vern's apartment? Oh, no, this is just his laptop. It's that type oh, of laptop. I have okay. not seen that laptop since middle school because I work with <laughs> computers. Gotcha, and gotcha, gotcha. Like, that's hilarious. But yeah, I, I noticed the speakers in Vern's apartment, yeah. a character we'll oh, get okay. into, are like very 2011. Like, you never see that shit nowadays. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so... No. Uh, who's who's Bradley Cooper? He's Eddie... I don't remember his last name. Eddie Mo- Mora? It's Eddie. Okay. Yeah, Eddie Morrow or something like that. Eddie Morrow. Yeah, he's a, I guess he's a struggling, your typical struggling writer. You know, he's he looks like he's homeless and he's you know smarter than everyone else, but he's lazy. You know, he's he's a punisher. He's literally a punisher. Looks like the nutty professor. Yeah, he's got an ex-wife. He's got an ex-girlfriend that he's like. He ain't doing shit. No, he's yeah living in a dingy apartment. Literally a stereotypical character. Immediately getting dumped. Yeah classic but yeah that's kind of his backstory yeah uh, he gets lunch with his girlfriend she gets dumped and then he uh he, no he gets dumped yeah yeah he, yeah he gets dumped yeah and then on his way back you know to his broke ass apartment he runs into his and to the brother of his ex-wife melissa and uh, his name's Vern. and Vern. Vern's like what's up let's go get a drink and 
Eddie's like, bro, no, it's two in the afternoon. <laughs> Vern looks like the biggest douchebag. Yeah, literally. It's like, you know, leather coat and shit. He looks like, uh, oh, fuck, I forgot his name from uh, Parks and Rec, the son of the... I, uh, I low-key thought it was him. Um, Ralph. John, uh, John Ralphio? Ja- yeah, John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. yeah. John Ralphio uh, Saperstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Swanson, two things. One, it is an absolute honor to meet you. Two, who is that hot intern chick out there? Because honestly, <laughs> damn! <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's the vibe. He, he reminded me of John Raphael. That's yeah, that's the vibe. We'll probably add in a little clip of John Raphael saying some shit. Yeah. Um, but Vern deals like high end white collar drugs and tells him that he has this pill that you know can allow you to access all of your brain, not just the twenty percent that they say you can access. Which sounds like a bunch of hoopla, but this is real science. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> real science. This, this is what they teach. This is what they teach. Uh, this is, this is AP by Harvard. Yeah. This is some Carnegie Mellon shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess Eddie takes the pill, you know, he's apprehensive. He just takes it and he starts like, you know, Hey, here it was street legal. That's all I need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and on his way back to his apartment, it like, it like kicks in and, uh, he talks to his landlord's like wife or girlfriend or whoever she was. And he starts like, you know, talking smart, you know, fast and a lot of big words and oh yeah i love the contrast they use when like ever the drug is in effect I know. <laughs> like it looks like every like t- like movie poster from this era with like the like the very very bl- dark blue yeah blue and yellow and orange yeah yeah but yeah he after after you know swooning her he helps her write her uh law school essay and then bangs her because he's you know he's so yeah. smart now he, he can just work any woman yeah it's very like Joe Rogan pilled. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, this movie is oh like Wall Street bets. The movie, yeah. yeah like, I want to talk to the guy who's this is his favorite movie. Like, I know you mean he Andrew thinks he's the most interesting man on the planet. Yeah, probably Andrew Tate. Is it Andrew Tate. Yeah, or like who, who's the one guy who like is like in love with Andrew Tate? He's a really annoying streamer. Oh fuck, Sneeko. No, I no, drink no, no. my water and then I and then I watch Limitless. No, he's like, oh, fuck, I forgot his name. It doesn't really matter now, but, uh... You said, I thought it was Sneeko. Not Sneeko. You'll, you'll, as soon as I say it, I think he has his own platform now, though. Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate's boyfriend. I don't know shit about the streaming world. Oh, Ad, Adam Ross. Aiden Ross. Aiden Ross. Sounds familiar. The, most- the guy, I thought that dude was black. I don't know. I was he, like, I yeah, no, nah, he not, he not black. I was like, damn. He shaved his head when Andrew Tate got arrested. It was like in solidarity, <laughs> in solidarity. And then Andrew Tate clowned on him, which I don't care about any of these people, but I just find it funny that these people are like, I don't know. They're it's it's just a yeah. whole other world, a whole other world of masculinity that just doesn't make any sense to me. It's just so heterosexually homosexual. It's kind of what it is. Yeah. It's a, like a whole different world that like we'll just never know. Like it's never understand. Yeah. You guys just aren't on the pill. You guys just haven't yeah, taken it. Yeah, exactly. We, 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 we would understand if we took the pill. <laughs> and what is this pill called? Yeah, like yes. Uh, Vern says that the boys. Uh, NZT 48. Yeah, yeah. He says the boys in the kitchen call it NZT. NZT. It's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. It's it's some Silicon Valley, Elon Musk, uh, you know, woo woo type shit. Yeah. Elon Musk would name his child that. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess, yeah, so the pill makes him like clean his room and shit. I guess he, you know, cleans it, you know, I guess it gives, it gives him OCD. Yeah. Yeah. Cleans his room. He finishes his, he's, you know, he's a struggling writer. He finishes like half the book and drops it off to his publisher and she likes what she wrote. Um, but he goes to Vern to get some more and, uh, he like runs his errands for him, I guess. And then Eddie. Yeah. Like they, they have, they strike a deal where Vern gets some supply and he like just does shit for Vern. But this deal lasted literally 10 seconds in the movie because Eddie, (laughs) Eddie comes back after the first errand and he's dead. (laughs) Dang. And then when, when, when this happens, like he makes it so obvious that he could have been like a possible suspect that it's like, Mm -hmm. It, it like I don't know how the police just like like let him get away with it. He's like got gloves and like yeah. It, also, it, also another thing, 
is like the police take him back and he like he has all the pills on him like why would they not like check his belongings yeah he literally had him like stuffed in his shirt <laughs> yeah like why would they not like do like a pat down yeah he also took like so long to end to like open the door it's so suspe- so suspicious yeah i thought it was weird that he called the cops immediately that yeah too. that was weird i don't know why he didn't like leave did, the leave the building why didn't you just find the bag and leave yeah but yeah, he finds finds the supply, takes it with him. Yeah, and it's like he wouldn't have been in the system, so they wouldn't have been able to fingerprint him. Yeah. He's a writer. I don't know. At, at this yeah, point, right. but after he gets let off, let, after he gets let off, it is like a take it to the limit Scarface style montage of him uh, changing his life through poker yep. and yeah. All this other type of shit. Like he's learning how to play piano. He's writing books. Uh, Learned languages. Learning languages mm-hmm. somehow. Uh, going on European trips. Uh, just rich guy shit yeah. at this point. Yeah. Then decides to, he's like, you know, he, he, living Instagram real. Yeah. No, he literally is like very much like that era of like you know, oh, I met some you know some blue water, you know. I met a Biza. Yeah. Like okay, cool dude. Getting the expensive cocktail. Yeah. Um, which I think it's funny. Just I mean, maybe maybe it, like in the context of 2011, it was, it was cool. But like, what he wanted to do was take a plane to like a beach in like a tropical place. I'm like, I don't know, yeah. it wasn't that cool. It wasn't impressive. Well, yeah, but soon he starts getting some higher. Uh, like he he starts to like aim higher with his uh, his goals, mm-hmm. and he 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 plan mm-hmm. he plans some more shit. Uh, which also is like, why can't you just make the money and just chill? Like, why do you have to do all this, like, power-grabbing stuff? Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to me. I guess it's, like, the high, like, yeah. literal. It's the high and the black keys, bro. You heard the black keys. <laughs> Gold? Get, just... That was <laughs> such a funny needle drop. Every song in this. What, dude, what's just funny is that's so 2010 too, yeah. bro. It's funny because like, the, the black. I used to play so much NHL, and that song used to be in every game. Mm-hmm. Bro. That song was everywhere. It, it's funny though because the Black Keys used to be a pretty solid like indie band, like garage rock type band, in like the two yeah, thousands. I mean, before that though, and then they got that, well, that song one was real popular. Yeah, where it's like da da da. da. I hate that, that genre. Shit, yeah, dude. like the like the football. Um, like in between yeah, plays, stadium dad. Y- rock, yeah, exactly. Bro. Yeah, it sounds like seven, like a shitty version of Seven Nation Army. Like it's garage rock mixed with like stomping and clapping and like lalas or whatever. Yeah, it's it's almost as bad as what that kid on TikTok, whatever he called it, swag rock. It's not yeah. quite like the uh, like the ex ambassadors <laughs> yeah. type bullshit. Like it's not that bad, like, but it's, it's, like, it's, it's, like it's not that bad. Ram Ram Truck Month music because. Because <laughs> it has a little bit of like folkiness to it. If you listen to the like, early, it is yeah, it is, it is hockey dad music, bro. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the earlier stuff, it's like way better in my opinion. Like they're a pretty solid like rock rock band, but that stuff, like, it just like if you listen to like Thick Freakness and like Rubber Factory, those are really good. But they're on the ceiling. Come on now. It's like, oh, oh, what? Go for it. I mean, we also forget forgot to talk about the the letters falling from the screen as he's writing his book. Oh yeah, he's he's Hilarious. seeing it. He's seeing the book. He's he's in he's in the Matrix when he's writing this book. Yeah. God, like, bro, the visual are... effects were so funny and so inconsistently. Like, I was like, oh, that's interesting, <laughs> and I'm just like, wait, what was the point of that? Yeah, it's like it's like some anime shit. Yeah. Mm. But that's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. This shit felt like a this shit felt like like some Death Note like type shit where he's yeah. just like talking about himself. Yeah. I will become the god of this new world. This like, is the, he he was like light he, he was like a less intense he was light. Just light. He was a less intense yeah, light, light like Yagami. A, light Yagami if he was kinda chill. <laughs> Now, like Yagami, if he just, he didn't want to be God, he just wanted to uh, be a I don't know. Fuck. Yeah, 
Hold on one second. Somebody calling me. Oh, you're all good. They wanna get my go on the sea. It, it's bad because I get that song and Howlin' for you mixed up all the time. They sound the same. I was yeah. The, yeah, baby, I'm howling for you. They might as well be the same exact song. You're a lonely boy. You're a lonely boy. Yeah, at least that one like sounds a little different. But it's still a lot of oh oh oh. I like, kind of like this tighten up song a little bit. It's a little bit better. Yeah. Because it doesn't have like the fucking like jingle jangle like. Yeah. Awful. Awful. That's like some shit my mom listens to. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. Sorry, guys. No, you're good. Oh, you're all good. We were just talking about how Howling for You and Gold on the Ceiling sound exactly the same. Oh. Yeah. Hey, at least it's not the baby. All his shit sounds exactly the same. <laughs> Let's go. Something Let's digging go. the bottom. Let's go. Let's go to the the day trading stocks. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Wall Street because oh, this, is what, yeah. what, this is what is uh, next. And then he makes that shady ass deal with the the fucking uh, Russian. Looks guy. like Michael, uh, like Michael Rucker, but yeah, the Russian mobster, Russian. Uh, which is like, why the fuck would you do that? I don't know. Yeah, that was really yeah, like really kind of threw that one in there. Um, like, w- what purpose would this be? Also, like, I find it really hard to is believe. Is that when he started upping the dose? Yeah, he was. Yeah, this is about the same time. Yeah. And then he starts, like, having these little, like, uh, these blips where he doesn't remember shit. Yeah. But he gets, yeah, so gets a loan of $100,000, turns it into $2 million, Um, And he he's, like, chatting these suits up, and they bring him in, and he impresses them. And then uh, that's when. You say suits like it's fucking madman. Madman. Yeah, basically. But we don't get introduced to De Niro yet. First, he uh, he gets back together with his ex girlfriend. He's bra- he's bragging about banging her all the time out in public. Oh yeah, he gets he gets around. He's he's kind of a, he's kind of a slug. Yeah, but while out with her, uh, he notices a strange man like looking at him from afar, and um, he starts getting a little paranoid. He kind he kind of looks like uh, Hector Hector Salamanca from Breaking Bad, but like not in a wheelchair. <laughs> uh but yeah we start we we start noticing this guy he's like a stalker mm-hmm. he's uh he's he's up to something for sure uh but uh then uh eddie's uh is this when he meets with uh mr de niro yeah what's his name uh carl is it carl mm-hmm. carl van Loon. carl um and he he, he uh basically carl is van he yeah. uh he impresses him with some, you know, numbers and shit. Some mumbo some jumbo stocks, yeah, literally some mumbo jumbo. And Robert De Niro's character goes, "You tell me a shrimp fried this rice?" I ask you, what's the deal with the shrimp fried rice? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, they got shrimps over there frying rice. They frying that stuff up. How they do this. Doesn't make any sense. All right, I'm gonna get out of here. Remember this. I am watching you. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "I'm walking here." Uh huh. Yeah. You, t- you talking to me? Yeah, that's pretty much what he says. So was this the first one where it went well, right? Yeah, this one he's like, yeah, come back tomorrow at ten or whatever, and we'll. Uh, he imp- he impresses the new. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I don't. Tr- he's like, you you sound like you're full, you know full of shit, but I I like I like you, kid. Come back tomorrow, you know. The next scene we get is a uh, just a random fight scene in the subway. I guess he showed. Well, this is this is this is when he's like starting to lose. Like he's like skipping through different like he it's like it's like a weird optical effect on the on the screen yeah. where he's like walking and it's like just like you know like when you see like a hallway that like expands yeah. it's like uh what, what's what's the film effect called like the vertigo effect uh fuck where it like stretches and then it gets like further down yeah there's a certain word in film for that vertigo It's called oh, a dolly's a dolly zoom. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. dolly zoom. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So like the the camera is like zooming as the dolly's dolly's pulling back, Moving but back, yeah. it's almost like a like kaleidoscope version of this where it's like constantly going, going, going until yeah, like using digital effects. You can just loop that's it. the thing. I don't think I think I didn't like the digital because it looked like it was digital, like digitally done. I thought I thought it looked mm-hmm. bad. I never liked them. 
in my opinion. But it just looked like a music video, bro. Yeah, it, yeah, looks, it was good at disorienting, but that's about it. Yeah. It didn't look yeah. that interesting. But there's a random, yeah, the random ass fight in the in the subway where it basically is like he's Batman. Uh, yeah, he somehow rem- remembers every YouTube clip of like a like street fight, a world star hip hop street fight. Yeah, and, and they're cutting in like Bruce Lee, Bruce yeah. Lee clips. <laughs> yes, bro. Yeah, yeah, that was so hilarious. goofy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, have you guys seen the riverboat fight? This is probably like by the time this episode oh, comes the out, Alabama oh, yeah, yeah. That shit was crazy. Of course, bro. My whole family was talking about it all night last night. That shit was so cool. It was insane, bro. It was like it was literally better than WrestleMania. <laughs> literally. <laughs> no, for real. I was like, it's like a seven minute long video too. That shit is crazy. And it had like a whole like plot to it. Yeah, like the no, kid those... was swimming was sixteen. He was like trying to save the the, the older guy because yeah, because was... the, the 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 rednecks jumped the one like security guard, and then everyone was like, yeah. okay, time to step in. And they the whole ass. community was like, dang, somebody <laughs> said, uh, yeah, the OG old... when he threw up his hat, it was like the bat signal. Somebody called it the black signal, and all the black people <laughs> saw that shit. It was like, yo, black man in distress, let's go! Like <laughs> <laughs> the fucking chair, the old head with the chair. He went crazy. Dude, he yeah. went crazy. They was making t-shirts. I'm like, Alabama is so serious, dude. <laughs> I, if I was like the guys getting whooped, I would just jump in the water and hide out there. Because <laughs> yeah. like they're, they were flipping, they were flipping the girls in the water. That one guy like like slipped and fell in the water. Yeah, crazy. no, that, that there was ladies falling. The women was trying to grab their sons. I don't know why. If you're a, a smaller woman, you would try to run into a scrum of men fighting. I mean, it's the lady dumb shit. She ran into a dude's fist like straight up. <laughs> I saw a lady get dunked into the water. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what? Did you see these men fighting? Run away, bro. How? Literally. These like, dudes they, are twice your size. Well, they know that her husband's about to get their ass kicked. And your husbands are drunk <laughs> as a skunk. And you, and they and they can't finish what they started, so now they, they got to get literally punished. already literally already sunburned. Man, they was crispy as hell, man. They're taking taking burn damage already. Yeah. They was taking hella burn damage. <clears throat> they was down, bro. It was bad. They had to roll a d a d six every single time. A d six <laughs> for the burn damage. <laughs> for that burn damage. <laughs> Damage that fireball it hit you. Hit you like Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at this point, our boy is starting to run out of pills. Yeah, he. Uh, which, oh, which he wins the fight. Which, he wins. He wins the fight. Yeah, by the way. yeah. Oh, to go back to the fight. Yeah, he's he's having this crazy night. He ends up like going to the bars and stuff, and he hooks up with this random girl. But when he realizes he's like running out of pills, he is he isn't on one when he goes to meet with De, uh, De Niro. Well, first he like wants to look through his documents, which why would you do this? Like the one thing you should do on the pill. Yeah. Like, he's like, he's like choking. He doesn't know what he doesn't know what he's looking at. Then he goes up and throws up outside. But he also realizes because the TV's on that the girl. Well, yeah, during, yeah, during that night, he also hooks up with this uh, yeah, the girl, like the night of the fight. He hooks up with this hooker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, see, sees on the news behind De Niro and this place they're meeting at that she was killed. And he realized that he might have possibly killed her. In his drugged up state, it happens to the best of us, I guess. Yeah, what can you do? So he ru- he runs away, and he's like, uh, he runs and goes. This way he pukes. Is this way he pukes over the ground when he yeah. runs out the? Yeah, he pukes right in front of the building. He's he's white girl wasted. Yeah, he runs back to Vern's place and like grabs his notebook and starts like calling people uh, listed in it to like you know, I guess just to see what was going on, and they're all either like dead or sick, and um. The last one he calls, he's like, he's like sitting on a park bench and um, it rings the guy's phone on the bench next to him. And it was the the weird uh, Hector Salamanca guy that was staring at him before. So he runs away and the dude's chasing after him and Eddie eventually gets away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, so, he, so, yeah, he gets away from the, the scary ass fucking dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then uh, later he runs, he runs into or he, he plans this meeting with this, his ex-wife, Melissa, after hearing all this, uh, all this, like all, all the people that Vern was dealing to were either dead or sick. He sets up that meeting with his ex-wife yeah. and uh, she looks busted. Yeah. Like, no, no offense, but she looks busted. Like, she, yeah, she definitely looks drugged out or like she hasn't been sleeping. Yeah. Tweaking. 
tweaked out for yeah. sure. And uh, she she tells him that she was on the NCT too, and she is uh like definitely feeling the effects of long term use. Mm-hmm. Uh, she tells him like, bro, you need to stop using this or you're gonna die. But you need to like not like just cold turkey cut it off. Yeah, like, you need to because that's when the that's when he gets sick or dies. He's got to like taper off, they say, or or wean off of it. Which is like, yeah, I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. But yeah, the uh, the Russian dude comes to collect his money back because Eddie has been, you know, skirting him, and uh, Eddie has one more pill. And he's he's about to take it, but it he, you know, the Russian dude like tackles him and takes the pill, and uh, the Russian dude likes what he tastes, mm-hmm. li- li- likes what he's tasting. Um, and uh, Eddie then stumbles. This isn't aspirin. <laughs> yeah, that's not aspirin. What is it? No, it's just aspirin. Don't look like no aspirin I ever see. It's something good, huh? <laughs> what? What if that's like a like a fentanyl pill, and he just like like nods off right there? Like he's uh, Russian, bro. You think that would have a little different. fentanyl would have killed a Russian man? I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I eat I eat fentanyl and gulag for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> fentanyl borscht meal. Mmm, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Eddie's sick ass stumbles into. Uh, mm-hmm his girlfriend's office um and he he eventually comes clean and explains the situation and uh which he does really that was a lot of stumbling he was doing too yeah he, he literally up up to the 20th floor <laughs> across the hall and then like down into her cubicle he like <laughs> trashes her apart or her uh, office too like falls on everything falls on everything <laughs> most dramatic dude ever he does not need to do that no but she agrees to grab the rest of his stash which is uh hidden in her apartment um but the weird guy from before is following her and uh hector salamanca she tries to get like she so she runs in the park the dude's chasing after it's pretty long chase scene um she tries to get two guys these two big guys that are just walking in the park to stop him but he's he kills both of them it's pretty brutal he just goes like prison prison standing yeah right right out of the sleeve of his jacket Mm -hmm. also those guys are like poor guys just yeah they were just trying to be nice they're like hey buddy stop following her but but she gets cornered in some rocks and Eddie or she calls Eddie to, you know, basically, you know, say like, oh, she's going to die or something. And he convinces her to take a pill to figure a way out. Um, and her way out was she runs onto the ice rink. Oh, first the of most all, insane she, shit. Ever. She sees a gardener with like gardening shears. She sees a guy with a baseball bat and she sees an ice skating rink. So she so naturally she runs onto the ice skating rink. Which is insane. They're running on the ice skating rink. Like him and or her and the guy chasing her are running on it. Like somehow and he's running with a knife too yeah and she picks up a kid and just swings her legs around and slices his face insane oh my god what the hell was that sequence bro also why did he not get arrested yeah like clearly like it's, it's a scary looking man with a knife he with a knife two large men in the middle of central park yeah and chasing after like a but- woman like <laughs> somehow he survives this it's wild but yeah uh, then Eddie gets a stash of NZT and mm-hmm. he uh, he's back on it. Uh, he hires two bodyguards. We get another little montage, a slight one. Yeah, uh, he's work. He's working for Mr. Uh, De Niro. Yeah, uh, everything seems to be going well right now uh, for his life. I mean, uh, the drugs are working. Yeah, they're doing their thing. He somehow is not experiencing. I guess he explains that he's taking the proper dose every single time. He's not overdosing. Yeah, um, he's like slow. He like slowed his dose down and like. Well, he does this bullshit where he's like, "I actually learned on the pill. Like, I've actually learned all this stuff. Like, instead of saying that the brain like expands, he somehow is learning it." Well, yeah. Well, he explains that later, like at the very end. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that that's the, that's the big finale. Um, mm. We don't want to spoil the ending too too early yet, <laughs> but uh, he. Basically, he like talks it up with his girlfriend and like, I guess the information he gathered from his ex-wife that he's like just taken just enough to like get by and like stay, you know, like cool, calm, collected stockbroker guy. But the detective from the beginning of the movie uh, comes up to him saying that he was identified as the person who killed the the hooker. Yeah, it, it has been so long in the movie that you look at this guy and you're like, I, I swear I've seen him before in this movie, but I don't know who he is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's kind of how the that's kind of how the movie is. Like you see these like they kind of just 
put these points in. Like the Russian guy comes up, comes back up next, and he's like, he wants more pills. And like again, they kind of just like you're like, well, who is this guy again? Yeah, literally. So yeah, and then he has his bodyguards uh, yeah. now, and the Russian guy also has bodyguards now. So I guess great minds think alike on this pill. Yeah, squatted up. Mm-hmm. But uh, there, his big task with uh, De Niro is he's supposed to merge with this other big company found by this guy named Atwood. Mm-hmm. He's like another big stockbroker guy. I don't know anything about like I guess it's like private equity firms and all yeah. that shit. I don't know anything about mm-hmm. what they even do, but uh, the, the point is, is they are about to do the merger meeting and Atwood calls off sick and uh, they walk out to the car of the messenger. I think it's, I think it's Atwood's wife. Mm-hmm that uh like delivered the message that he was sick and the driver is actually the guy with the big cut on his face Hector Salmanca ass motherfucker yeah. and this is when uh Bradley Cooper Bradley uh what's his name Eddie Eddie, Eddie uh figures Eddie out mm-hmm. figures out that Atwood is also on NZT and it seems like his supply has run out yeah Eddie gets called in for a police lineup after this. This is for the uh, murder of the girl. Pretty much just right. It's kind of, the rest of these scenes are kind of just like rapid fire. They're kind of just go back. I mean, maybe yeah. it's because like that's how he they're is push- on the pill, but they're, they're pushing towards that finale too. Yeah. So after the police lineup, he returns to the Van Loon office and he realizes he lost the pills. Um, Cause he had them in his coat pocket when he went to uh, the police lineup, but he realizes they're not there anymore. Yeah. And he has this lawyer that, uh, it's supposed to be working for him, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll find out what's going on after this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets a uh, he gets a package delivered to him at the office or in in De Niro's office, and uh, he opens it up to find uh, cut, cut off hands inside. Well, it's it's pretty it's pretty funny. Uh, the scene when he gets the hands delivered, when he gets the package delivered, it says on the on the package hand delivery. Mm-hmm. That's a good bit. Uh, yeah. Damn, the Joker couldn't have wrote it better himself. No. It's Russell, who, who's, so who sent these... Pa- is, was it the Russian guy? Uh, yes, because you know what? Yes, Be- yes. Because they sh- he killed his bodyguards. Yeah, they were his bodyguards. Yeah, because yeah, they, yeah. They, they, throughout the movie, whenever he meets people, they do this thing where he like, zooms in on different features of the body, like or like in like what they're wearing and stuff. But one of the bodyguards has a tattoo on his, on his finger, hand, yeah. and that was one of the hands that was in the in the box yeah because when me and lauren were watching it like we saw that and like she's like who the fuck are these guys like whose hands are those and i'm like <laughs> i swear i've seen the tattoos like, yeah we're supposed to yep. who hands is these yeah you got it the bodyguard yeah so he gets back to his maximum security apartment and uh the russians are trying to get um get you know get in break in to get more pills um which leads us back to the beginning of the movie and turns out he doesn't actually jump yeah, no, uh, deci- decides to run back in and look more for more pills, and uh, he finds it and fumbles the bag. Literally, he yeah, he he grabs the pill and he's about to take it, and it falls down a drain a drain pipe in his apartment, yep. mind you. Yeah, like I don't know who's apart. Like he has a nice ass apartment, but a drain pipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, this is now the Russian guys are trying to look for the pills and they're basically all gone. I mean, that was the last one, right? Yeah. And this is another insane scene. Yeah. Eddie kills the main Russian. Well, they somehow just don't like guard him while they're looking no. for the pills. Like they just, they just let him lay there. Yeah. He, well, no, he's he's sitting in a chair and just is able to. I guess while the Russian looks away for two seconds, able to grab a piece of glass or something from the window. I would have think it was a full ass knife. Oh, was it a full? It might have been a full ass knife. Yeah, (laughs) I think it was a full ass knife. And yeah, so he like gets the Russian guy to come towards him and the Russian guy has a knife in his hand. He has like a whole like toolkit of torture devices. Mm -hmm. And uh, Eddie, Eddie brings him over and calls him over and. He stabs the Russian guy, and the Russian guy also stabs him at the same time. Yeah. But in this little instance, uh, he he's down bad. Yeah. Let's say. Yeah, the Russian. He's down bad. The Russian explains like while he's sitting there, and the other two henchmen are looking for the pills that uh, the Russian's been diluting it and putting it in like syringes and like um, like shooting it. And so, which is like insane. Why yeah. would you just not take the? Why well, just take the pill? Yeah, it, it, because people, because people are junkies, bro. If you can find a way to get high, people are gonna find the way to get high the fastest, the craziest. It, it, honestly, I'm surprised it didn't have somebody put it up their butt because that's the, <laughs> the best way. 
Yeah. Insane. That'd be like, like a, like a wolf. Or junkies, N- bro. NZT suppository. Wolf of Wall Street Literally, bro. Suppository, NZT, up the arse. Yeah. Straight up. Straight up. But so he realizes after he, after they're both stabbed and uh, the Russian guy's bleeding out, he realizes he's gonna need need a little little another fix, and he decides to drink the blood. <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. that was some yeah. anime bullshit right there, yeah. bro! Insane. Like also, also, I don't think I don't know if it even works like that. <laughs> how much like he he couldn't have gotten that much from drink? Like, how much blood did he drink? He also right. like some. His name's Eddie. Is this Edward Cullen? Twilight. Yeah, maybe he's a vampire too. Vampire confirmed. Yeah, no, nah, literally, what did I write? I wrote, Oh, yeah, it was reminding me of a scene. I said, Vampire kink unlocked. Mm, yeah, <laughs> damn, but uh, yeah, so he he uses this, this uh, the NCT fix from the blood drinking to uh, take out the other two guards. Uh, he basically like sticks a needle in the one guy's eye. And he's already has a glass eye in the other mm-hmm. eye, so he's blind. Mm-hmm. And then he tricks him into shooting his homie. Yeah. And I don't know what happens to him. I don't think did, did he die or is he just like left there blinded? I think mm, he killed him. I think he killed him. I, he, I don't, I don't remember how, too. but he, he kills him. <laughs> yeah. I remember him going, and then he died. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh no! Well, he, he, he he took the piano and shoved it onto him through a window, and somehow that killed him. I guess. Yeah. How, was yeah, I like, his neck. Yeah. Was I like dead during that scene? I don't even remember that. The piano. Yeah. It's pretty. I mean, it's, uh, pretty much all the Russian guy stuff is pretty irrelevant to the actual story. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's just, it's just to a, make it more action packed. Yeah. I guess it's just to make it more believable that he made two million dollars that quickly. Maybe. I don't Two. Know. Yeah, because he had to have he had to make enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it turns out that the Atwood guy. Uh, actually died because and the guy that stole the the pills was was his lawyer who was also at wood's lawyer yeah but he was just trying to get more he was he was chasing after him just to try to get more pills to save atwood Mm -hmm. and then he somehow like doesn't he tie up the like he he him and the uh guy with the cut on the face end up tying up atwood to get the rest of the pills back or no, they tied up the lawyer. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, they tied up the lawyer yeah. and got the, the Eddie's bag back. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then, and then we flash forward. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really random ending. <laughs> yeah. Well, now he is on a power trip, so he's running for Senate. Mm-hmm. De Niro comes to his office and tries to outplay him by saying he's uh, buying a pharmaceutical company and that his company is going to make NZT, and that. Eddie will, uh, like, to with the pharmaceutical company, he'll be a supplier for the NCT mm-hmm. for Eddie. And with uh, with the pills, uh, he has that leverage over Eddie. Yeah, like in, the, in his Eddie's, pocket. Eddie Eddie uh, sees calls his bluff and says that he's going to make him his own, on his own, and he has his own like supply, and he also doesn't need them as much anymore anyway. Yeah, he, because he tells him he's off the pills. He's off them, yeah, and he says that he's retained most of the knowledge that he had when he was on them. Anyway, yeah, uh, but it's a very, 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 very convoluted. Yeah, we get to like a Jason Bourne esque like song to close it out into "Gold on the Ceiling" again in, yeah. the, sound, in the end credits. Gold on the ceiling. I also find it's crazy that the the actual like like he's like gonna be a senator was only 12 months later. Like, yeah, that's insane. <laughs> well, the power's limitless. Yeah. That's how much power he can get. Yep. Give him six months. He's having sex with his landlord. Mm-hmm. Or, no, give him, give him, give him 30 minutes. He's having sex with his landlord's wife. Yeah. Give him a month. He's making a million dollars. So give him a year. Senate. Senate. L- limitless. Limit. Give him 10 years. He's limitless. He kills God. Yeah. He, he, he becomes <laughs> he is, God. He is he light Yagami. They give him, he, he, gets light a, Yagami. he gets a death note. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. what, what, dude, what but you then get? that last thing, dude, the last scene with the girlfriend, because of course oh, her yeah. ass come back. Of course her ass come back. Yeah. First of all, fluent, fluent in Chinese and then freaking black keys. Yeah. Da, 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 like, da, 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 da. Incredible. Best best last scene. 
Honestly, the scene where he punked De Niro had me rolling. Like, it was actually kind of hilarious. Because <laughs> yeah. once again, it felt like Light versus L. I'm like... It's like you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that man, so it's too funny. much. Honestly, okay, so the entire movie to me felt like it took itself way too seriously for it to not be satire. But I don't think it was. No, I think no, it's pretty it, serious. It was it, dead ass. It serious. took itself way too seriously, though. Which, it, which makes it so much more fun. That's the it problem. It's so so serious. That makes the scenes with the ice skates and like the yeah. blood drinking so much better. Honestly, that's what made me love it. I, I'm a fan of this movie. <laughs> it, it, it's fun. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> Like I said, it's like a BS anime, bro. Like, what is going on? Like, skip logic, skip physics. Um, it really—it's just pure entertainment. It really reminded me. I don't—I don't know if this episode was based on this, but remember the episode of "It's Always Sunny." I think it's called "Flowers for Charlie," where he takes like the the medicine, but in like. He thinks oh, yeah, he yeah, thinks yeah. he becomes smart and he thinks he can like speak like Mandarin. Turns out it was and just, then every, yeah, then he was just speaking gibberish. Yeah, just speaking gibberish the whole time. Guess what are oh we doing? God. Like some like racist yeah. Chinese. Cr- yeah. <laughs> which honestly, Yo, yeah, because in the beginning of my notes I said it's just a placebo pill. He's just tweaking. Which yeah. I which honestly I think would have been a better like a better ending if it turns out that like he wasn't on an actual pill and like he basically like let his world fall apart. For a placebo, like he was doing all the shit all along, you know. I think that would yeah. been. I I, t- I I turned to Lauren during the the end scene where that's restaurant with you know, he's speaking Chinese. I'm like, it'd be so funny if he like was just speaking gibberish and the guy was just going along with it. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like I instantly thought of the uh, the it's always sunny episode. Like I kind of hoped it was going to end like yeah. that. Yeah. none like of he it was laughing like, at him. Yeah, and he was just like talking to De Niro, and he was just like, you know. Saying random. Like, this white dude is just talking shit. Bro. Yeah, saying numbers <laughs> and shit. Like, it would have been hilarious. I mean, t- to be fair, all that Wall Street bets shit is just numbers. Yeah, it's no all action. A, yeah. But. Man, it's, if they made this movie now, like this year, they, he would have just been on fucking like sports book or whatever. That's what it would be, be sports yeah, betting. Yeah. MGM, MGM sports. sports. Betting. He would have been on like fucking Reddit and going on Wall Street bets and. Yep. Fucking talking about eBay and Dogecoin and NFTs. And oh my god. Yep. Good brutal. God. Brutal. Yeah. But uh so brutal. I, I think the end like it seems like the 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 mission statement of this movie is to just do drugs and abuse them and or maybe not abuse them, but do drugs and your life will get better somehow for some reason. Yeah, and no matter how how many strange things you do, she'll always come running back to you. Bro. Yeah, that too. It's like, what was that the point too. of the if you movie? Pop pills, she'll come back. Because <laughs> yeah, the, there was it, no point. Because in the as end, long the, as pills you don't were good. Ending. <laughs> the ending was awful. No, yeah, uh, I think it's a very pro micro micro dosing movie. I agree. Yeah, I think. Joe yeah, Rogan. honestly, the moral of the story it's micro dose, and you you won't tweak out to yeah. your death or whatever this is like the well this is this movie was made by silicon valley i guess it was because it was produced by a virgin uh what's his name richard branson richard branson baby it was produced by a virgin by a virgin and made by a burger <laughs> star <laughs> produced by a virgin made by a burger that should be a tagline for this movie yeah that's what I should have Classic. said. In a world where movies are produced by virgins and made by burgers. Man. So what you guys have any final thoughts on uh uh Limitless as we wrap up? Is there anything? Peak cinema. Peak <laughs> cinema. I mean it it was definitely a movie. I'll say that. It was definitely a movie. <laughs> it was def- Robert De Niro, shout out to him. He why was he in this? I don't know. I feel like he was in a lot of have a legend. He was in a lot of junk back then, though, I feel like. Like he was in like the fo- like the Fockers movies a lot. Oh yeah. He was he was chasing the bag. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, he was he he was I like that first one. He had that funny line about the nipples. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he just became like straight up a uh yeah, I don't know, comedy guy. Yeah. Or he was in that Bad Grandpa movie with Morgan Freeman, I think, right? Yep. Yeah. Like, I, I want to say that 2011 is a terrible year for movies, looking at it right now. It is brutal out there. Oh, yeah. It might have been the, the era where movies looked their worst, too. Yeah. Like, 
They tried looking like futuristic and really tried to push like the blue and this is like the peak blue and orange, like blue and orange. They were oversaturating their movies. They thought they could make them pastel bro. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Mm -hmm. The thing about this movie is they double oversaturated with the uh, the drug scenes. They doubled the saturation. Yeah, it's goofy. But I'm like looking at the top movies of this year, and it's like of that year, and it's like Slim Pickens. Like we got uh, what Drive and Sucker Punch, uh, the Cabin in the Woods. Not bad. That was a deal. Oh, that that did come out that year. That came. That was kind of a cult classic, huh? It was a lot I of think like sh- big budget com- or big budget like action movies. Yeah, that Sherlock Holmes movie is decent. That's Robert Robert Downey Jr. on his comeback. Yeah. Because I think he did Iron Man 3 that year, too. Yeah, you got yeah. that. The Transformers. You got that Real Steel movie. Um, this is like the end of like the the like the like Adam Sandler era comedies. Like, you got Just Go With It. Yeah. Uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. As I came out. We need to talk about Kevin. Also, you're seeing a lot of, like, the... They're planting the seed of constant superhero movies. You have, like, the X-Men. You have the first Captain America. You had that awful Green Lantern mm-hmm. movie. Green Lantern Pizza, though. Shout out. Mm. I missed that place. Shout out. Timberlake thought he could act that year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. it, it, yeah. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. You didn't, you didn't like that one? No. Adam Adam likes those movies. Um, my brother. But, I haven't seen any yet, but I've heard no. decent things. Adam liked this one. I watched it with him. And he, it's oh, it's he got a it. pretty large following. I gotta watch them all. I, I used to love the original ones as a kid, honestly. Planet of the Apes. Ooh, Jack and Jill came out in 2011. Okay, facts. Let me, yeah, let me hold my tongue. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, 2011, not the best year for movies. No. Uh, what was it a good year for? Oh, uh, wait, we'll, 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 uh, we'll add it in here when I think of it. The year of the Dallas Mavericks. Yes, yes. Shout out, shout out Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki, one of the best fits, or he has some of the best fits, one of the best shooting styles. In, in the <laughs> one of the best fits is so funny, bro. <laughs> And honestly, teenagers dress like he does right now. Dirk Nowitzki dressed like Adam Sandler at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. wow, Hangover Part. Honestly, I I just yeah. Hangover Part Two came out that year too. Is that Bradley oh, wow. Cooper as well? Yeah. Man, Bradley Pooper. Bradley Pooper. Bradley Pooper. It does it again. <laughs> we just witnessed Robert De Niro's best movie, Limitless. <laughs> what would you guys give it out of ten? Oh, you can think of something funny. Oh, I'll whoa. give it like four four shrooms out of ten. Four shrooms? In micro dosing? I don't know. Oh, okay. Microdose shrooms out of 10. Four Joe Rogans out of 10. Four Joe Rogans out of 10. Ken, you got a, you got a rating for us? Uh, yeah, I give it infinity out of 10 because it was limitless. limitless. It was limitless. Oh, oh. Well, I give it six. Damn, Eddie, you live like this out of 10. Don't, for real. Yeah. Or six, five I like or six. that rating. I give it like a five or six. I'll give it a five because it was entertaining. Damn, Eddie, you live like this. Bro, e- even Damn De Niro Eddie. at one point was like, bro, you live like this. He did. He did. But uh, you were here listening to Fistful of Popcorn. Yeah. Uh, this, we are your co-hosts, Trevor the Fuck. Trevor, Trevor, the Dogecoin master. Wow. Um, this was Evan, the. I don't. I don't even know. The blackest key. The, <laughs> you can say the, the the blackest key. The blackest key. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Like, where's Keegan Michael Key? He's gonna be like, I beg your pardon. Yeah. <laughs> the goldest the, ceiling gold, the goldest of ceilings. The goldest of ceilings. And I am uh, I am Kent, the the most um third eye astral projecting super mind of this 
millennia. There we go. There we have yeah. it. Sign off. Bye. Peace. <laughs>